Bye. Short Bus Debate Club. It's a bus. Rolling. I can get on board. <laughs> Hello, I'm Darren Jolly. <laughs> it's time to get this short bus started. So let's roll. And on with the show. Happy Wednesday, uh, December 28th, I believe. Um, this way, to, way to get that one out, motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I should have you do the intros for me. No, 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 no. So, dude, I, like, you know, I'm like a tangent waiting to happen. Like, it, I, it could be the same thing that we'd be doing over and over again every time. It's like you, you set the frame, you, you drive it in a specific direction, you know, here's my buddy Darren, blah, 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 you know, and this is what I think. Uh, you got anything you want to add? And then yada, 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 yada. I can't, I mean, I can explain it. Like I can, and, and if I'm writing it, I can write it. But when we're talking about it right here, no. This has been a good exercise for me because it helps me to sort of like refine my ability to stay focused. But as I'm sure you have all noticed, I'm I'm very tangent oriented. So I, I, I got you. I feel your pain usually when I roll on a tangent and I can do multiple tangents and then come back to the original point. I used to be better at it. I think drugs and alcohol have kind of fucked me. Um, I, I actually have gotten way better at not doing it. I not call, I not call, going on a tangent. Yeah. I, I, so I'm going to go on a tangent now, just for a second. All right. Can I tell you about, so like I got caught putting dollar bills with tape on the back of them down at ACC many, many years ago. A 15, long time ago. Yeah, I was 15, 16 years old, something like that. We would do that so that was, it was, I'm sure I was either 14 or 15 because by the time I was 15, um, I was getting, uh, yeah, because you were in other ways, you right? were, but to explain it in the old vending machines, you would put tape on it, yeah, and then you could pull the money, pull back, the money out. back out, right? But you had to have the right kind of vending machines, there are only certain kinds that do it, certain kind of Coke machines that do it, and very specific candy machines would do it, and be a wonderful, delightful thing. So I was by myself. I didn't have my spotter with me. That was my big mistake. And I got caught. Uh, they made me go do this fucking juvenile diversion thing uh, where you, I had to meet this lady uh, at Bemis Library inside of this thing that almost looked like a, like a new wave version of uh, Doctor Who's. Uh, oh, the plexiglass booth. Yeah, but what is it called? Uh, you got to say it. My daughter's going to kill me if I, I, I say it can't again. remember Tesseract what the fuck they like called no, Doctor Who's phone booth. Uh, I'll remember it in a minute, and then I'll, I'll, I'll salvage my, my daughter's opinion of me like she listens to any of these things. Because I watched the old Doctor Who, not the new remake. And I'm sure they called it the same thing in both. Yeah, it's this. I mean, it's the it's the the device that takes him every, every, everywhere he goes. Yeah. But I had to go sit in there with this lady for an hour and talk to her about things that were going on in my daily life. And she, uh, uh, Tardis, that was what it's called. Okay. There. Oh, the Tardis. Yeah. Not 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 a Tardis that comes again. Not a retardis. <laughs> Just, just one Tardis. So, um, having said that, this lady, she said, <laughs> she said to me, um, she said, do you, do you know what you do when you start to talk to people? And I'm like, what do you mean? You know, she's like, well, just imagine like your conversation is a tree, right? And up from the ground, you know, on the trunk, there's the original subject matter that you're talking about, and then. You have a branch that goes off here and a branch that goes off there and a branch that goes off there. And by the time you get up to this branch, you don't know the first fucking thing that you were talking about down down here. 
And I walked away that day and I thought, she she has a point. I probably have a hard time focusing on whatever it is that I'm trying to aim at. And I had a friend who was, uh, her parents, they were, had a huge house in fucking uh, uh, Beaumar, Greenwood yes, in Village. Beaumar, in Beaumar, yes. A huge house in Beaumar. Yeah, one of those typical places, though. And her parents made her go to a, um, a psychiatrist or something like that all the time. And they put her on pink hearts, right? This is when they, this is pre, really pre Adderall. Yellow starters. Pre, pre, <laughs> it's not Lucky Charms, motherfucker. <laughs> although, green clovers. Although it, it had kind of a Lucky Charms quality to it. <laughs> But this is this is so like they had just come out with Ritalin at that time, but it was like I said, there's no Adderall yet, so they would just straight give kids speed sometimes, right? Yeah. So I went and talked to my friend and I said, I want to run an experiment with this lady that I have to go see for juvenile version. Can you give me some of your pink hearts? So she gives me 13 of them, and I just down, thir- down 13 of them, yep. And uh, I go and I tell her, I was like, you know what, I thought about what you said last week. And I really think you're right. I have a very difficult time focusing on subject matter. So we had a very tight, focused conversation that day. And it occurred to me that if I just did speed, <laughs> then I would be able to uh, fool somebody, my juvenile diversion lady. Well, I thought, because I never took Ritalin, and I don't want to get into a drug policy thing here, uh-huh. but I thought that they were confused because in adolescence, it had a slowing effect, while in adults, it was more of a speed effect. Because my cousin in eastern Colorado was selling fucking Ritalin like crazy. So what you're talking about, though, like Ritalin it has a different chemical compound than Adderall, and pink hearts are more akin to like a straight methamphetamine. Okay. So, like, pretty much everybody that takes a straight methamphetamine, and Adderall is like closer and Ritalin, yeah, Ritalin is a very, very weird one. There were, when I was doing the uh, um, the tutoring in Cherry Creek Public Schools, all these kids would, uh, like, maybe a third of the population were on fucking... Oh, dude, that's what... I fucking Ritalin wrote a paper on it when I was at ACC that first year because I was pissed because they were just doping everybody up. Yeah, it, it's really... Oh, your thumb hurts? Here, take this and quit talking about it. It's really... It's incredible how... How uh, comfortable parents and the rest of society was to just uh, put these kids on all these very, very untested uh, pharmaceuticals. Uh, I, I mean, it's funny. Like everybody talks so much shit about the the, the suicide rates in relation to people taking uh, opiates. Uh, the the suicide rate rates in relation to the heavy the heavy ones that were like Paxil and the psychotropic and all that shit. Yeah. Um, we're going to need to probably go back and do some research on a couple of things if we want to be honest about how fucking much we were using our children as uh, guinea pigs. Or not psychotropic as much as pharmacological. Pharmacological, yeah. yeah. yeah the anti- the, but it's, it, and it was that very specific brand of antidepressant in that because it was like uh, Prozac was like the low-grade version of it, but like Zoloft and Paxol, like you go on it like, and then you – you don't wane yourself off of it. You're going to fucking kill yourself. I mean, it, the, the number of people that were doing that during that time period was, and there, I mean, there weren't tons and tons of people that were taking them, but there were enough of them. But to be sure you should not have used the past tense was because parents are still willing to give their kids drugs. Well, Adderall's still, Adderall's still around. <laughs> In order to, you know, 
fix whatever problem. Oh, you're getting D's? Here, try this. Oh, shit, you're still getting D's. But you're a lot more well-behaved. I like that. All right, so we, and when I say we, I'm Brian Courtney, and that other guy that called me a dumb motherfucker or whatever at the beginning, that was Darren. Um, we are going to talk about movies with weapons of mass destruction and maybe some insignificant destruction, depending on how things go or what your definition is. So right now, if you saw the bubble that was sitting above my head, that was Brian's way of demonstrating why he's the one that opens it up and I'm not. Okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so now that we have the open and... We know what we're going to talk about, even though we talked about teenage drugs from shrinks for a little bit. I want to say one thing. Today is December 28th. We live at about 5,700 feet above sea level, and it was fucking raining for five hours today. Five hours in December. For those of you that do not believe in... Global warming, I would like you to pull your head out of your ass and just wake up. All right, so just pull your head out of your ass, read a fucking science book or something, whatever. Um, now that we've killed 10 minutes with all sorts of fucking random shit, let's talk about movies with weapons of mass destruction. So I know I've got a list, so let's just fucking clear the table right off the bat, right? All of the James Bond movies. Well, all of the ones before the 90s, and then it got kind of weird because they weren't fighting like these specter-type people. They were fighting whatever, but most of the James Bond movies for sure. And, and, and be obviously because those films were uh, done in the... Shadow of the Cold War. And and everything in the Cold War in terms of concerns was about, you know, about the bomb. The bomb being dropped. Somebody's going to drop the bomb. Well, I mean, Moonraker wasn't a bomb, really. But, I mean, yes. Uh -huh. They were scared of some evil fucking... What was For Your Eyes Only? I can't remember. For Your Eyes Only. Um, that, that was close. That was not I know. I, I can't do Sheena Easton, dude. Um, for your eyes only, let's see, that was the one where they were in Russia and, or they were in some were in Soviet bus. block. Yeah. Well, initially, cause that was the one with the figure skater, dad, yeah, the blonde, dad, the brunette's dad gets killed. Mother and father get killed on their boat. They have those big weird ass fucking minds. Shit. Am I thinking of octopusy? You could, cause octopusy had the yo-yo. The, the killer yo-yo. <laughs> An octopusy, he was in a clown suit because 006 got killed while he was infiltrating the circus. Infiltrating the circus. <laughs> I, I think I, I saw octopusy when I was young, when it came out first, but I don't remember. Well, anyway, I mean, the I, I think that what I initially said was true, is that all of the James Bond movies have some 
maybe mass, maybe insignificant, but destruction. Well, I mean, and another thing in relation to that, Austin Powers <clears throat> satirizes all of that. I mean, yes. Dr. Evil, like the doomsday device is something that he brings up over and over and over. So, What does he say? There's nothing more breathtaking than a shorn scrotum? There's nothing more breathtaking than a shorn scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so all of the James Bond movies, definitely the first two Terminators. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because that's in the wake of the, they go and they, 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 he impregnates her and saves her in the first one. Right. And then she has the kid who's supposed to save the world. And then Arnold comes back and protects him. And she's wandering around, you know, nobody believes her. Right. She's just crazy and she's training him. And he knows how to fucking go and rip rip off money out of ATMs, which is a good that's a good skill set. If you're, yeah, especially if society's about to end. And you're about to be a leader down the road. I mean, you got to know how to have basic computer skills, word processing, Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> that, that totally crosses over into the realm of hacking ATMs and extracting value. Right. Um. All of the Star Wars movies, at least the ones pre-Jar Jar Binks, because I don't know, I haven't really seen the ones post-Jar Jar Binks. Well, Rogue One, I mean, as one that come, comes later after that for sure, but it's the prequel to everything. Um, Rogue One is, I mean, it's the, it's your first look at the fucking Death Star. So I didn't even think about that. I, I didn't think about like sci-fi stuff like that. Interesting. Okay, keep going, bitch. <laughs> well, those are the ones that I wanted what I thought was obvious to clear off the table. Um, two more, at least, I think. And they're both nuclear ones. Uh, Kubrick's Doctor Strange Love, which was the initial satirization of how obsessed we were with the, with the bomb. And I can't imagine, it was made in 1964, I can't imagine what like the idea of a nuclear holocaust like because you you're being force fed it so fucking much in your so like peter sellers he plays five different characters in it and they make fun of everything dude they, they have the guy who's uh, when they got everybody sitting around the table the planning you know and and jack the ripper you know he he launches the the plane to go drop the bomb and they got to try to intercept it and all that shit um, peter sellers plays this guy who's sitting in the a wheelchair and he's supposed to be like i mean kubrick did his homework i mean we, we we punish all these scientists but we don't punish the german scientists who are working for the nazis who we could take that would help us to develop our weapons right so there's this scientist that's sitting there that peter's and he keeps like you know see kyling his hand up in the air you know i have a question yes <laughs> but he with his and with his with his totally like goofy ass fucking german German accent. If you haven't seen the movie, it is absolutely a must-see movie. It is fucking hilarious. I have not seen that movie, but Steve Buscemi and Armageddon, which I wouldn't consider a weapon of mass destruction, but they take a nuke well, to destroy a... the asteroid, yeah. and he's riding that nuke, and he's like, <laughs> woohoo, it's like Doctor Strangelove. He says, like, the... I think he says the character's name. Yeah, but... I, can't, I can't fucking remember. Don't get... So, but the other one is uh, the Jack Ryan films. Like some, some of all fears, they actually have a nuclear, a uh, small nuclear device go off in that one. And 
Oh, you don't, although you don't see any. The hump for red October is the one that I was that thinking. Was what I, yeah, that was what I was about to say because it, the, the the rhetorical disposition from the Soviets when he when he decided to defect was that he was going to lay off a bunch of a bunch of U.S. cities on the eastern seaboard with nuclear weapons. Yeah. So um, those those were the ones that I thought thought um, at least immediately off the uh, the cuff. That uh, I mean, I, I I don't know. I I, lo- I fucking love the hunter of red October. I don't know why you have a Scottish guy as a fucking Russian military, uh, a, a Russian uh, sub commander. But the entire fucking movie is kind of confusing. I mean, I don't really know why Harrison Ford would be portrayed as a CIA agent. Now, maybe that's He's just not, because Harrison Ford's not in that one. In the Hunt for Red October, no. it's uh, the Baldwin brother. Oh, that's Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. I'm thinking of Patriot, Patriot Games. Games. Yeah, I don't know what because there's that. There's the other one. What what were the did those ones have nuclear stuff in them? The two that he was in. And no, because he just says "get off my plane" on the one. And it's the IRA, I think, in one of them, and then he's in the Central America for the other one. But I just can't remember. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to confuse the thing. Um, we'll let I, it go this one time, dude. But I was thinking because he goes from being a CIA agent to president, and whatever the next one is. Where he's in it. The president? He did in the books. That must have been the thing. No, there were two movies where he was the president. Really? That's where he said, get off my plane. And oh. then in the other one, he was the CIA guy. That, that wasn't Jack Ryan. You're, that's Air Force One, motherfucker. Ah! <laughs> you're right. I've never seen that movie, but I know... They 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 replayed that fucking scene over and over. Get off my plane! All right. Well, thank you for correcting me. I appreciate that. I'm here for you. All right. So I can't believe we didn't talk about this guy during the martial arts movies Mm -hmm. one. But two weapons of mass destruction movies are... There's a great actor by the name of Steven Seagal. Yeah. Great. And he is in Under Siege 1 and Under Siege 2, and that, that Dark was, Territory. That was nuclear weapons? One was nuclear weapons because, um, so what's his name? Tommy, Tommy Lee. Jones. Yeah. He was a CIA operative whose job it was to go and steal other people's shit. But he went rogue and he stole... I think it's Korean sub, but it might have been Chinese. Either way, he stole a sub. And they also hijacked a fucking aircraft carrier that had four nuclear missiles on it. I think the number was four. How do you fucking hijack an aircraft carrier? Oh, dude. That's a big fucking boat. It was fucking ingenious because the captain was about to have a birthday. So the XO was in on it, and that was Gary Busey. Um, what an actor Gary Busey was! <laughs> no, he he like got into a car accident and like lost his mind. Like he he needs to take Adderall so that he can focus again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gary. Um, Gary Busey was the XO, so he helped them. But they came in on this, one of the helicopters, and I don't know what the fuck it's called, the B-52 
big ass one that'll fucking drive tanks and shit and drop them off. Mm-hmm. Two two big props on the top. Anyway, they brought in all of these caterers and a stripper and all of this so to the ship. Yeah. And the XO said, you know, make sure there's nobody doing patrols because it's the captain's birthday, whatever. So that's how that's how they and, took and, it. And if Steven Seagal was in it, it must have just been devastating. Oh, dude, it was fucking brilliant. But the second one, and this kind of leads me to another movie, is... So in this one, and it was filmed a lot in Colorado, Under Siege, Dark Territory... Um, some fucking, again, crazy CIA guy takes over this computer system that's controlling this weapon that is supposed to take a satellite and launch a fucking beam down into the Earth's crust and hit the tectonic plates and cause an earthquake. Boom. Right? Well, this guy... Being the crazy CIA guy that he is, he figures out that he can also blow up other shit. So he starts shooting planes out of the air. Because as long as he knows exactly where they are, he can aim the laser. laser With the freaking laser. Um, (laughs) But they were telling the White House that if they do not... Pay whatever the fuck it is. I can't remember the amount that they were going to hit Washington, D.C., which would fuck up the nuclear reactor that's under the White House. Now, that is probably fiction. Who the fuck knows? Not us. That's for sure. Um, But so everybody in Washington DC so was dark, freaking that's out. Siege or that's a different one. That's number 2. That's okay. dark territory. Under siege 2, dark no, territory. No, I'm, I'm crossing things up. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. I did it the whole fucking first 20 minutes. So I don't know why I didn't think of it, but I mean especially Terminator 3, which was the worst of all the Terminator films, was right it was about the moment right up to where the first uh nuclear like when 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 Skynet goes online and and, and drop the, the, the nuclear explosion happens. But also, I don't know why I didn't think about this, um, the Matrix. I mean, that, that they said that uh, we used we used a we nuclear bomb. We burned the sky. Yeah, and I mean, that was clear as day, and they didn't need it because they had... But a, see, a, I don't know whether there. which yeah. weapon you would consider in the Matrix because the artificial intelligence and the robots ended up fucking everything up for humans, which is why we burned the sky. So... Who actually used the weapon of mass destruction? Who made who? Right. But that's kind of like the Resident Evil stuff. And and we talked about Resident Evil a little bit before we started. But, you know, the AI in Resident Evil, she had a tendency to kind of fuck things up. Not so much in the first one. So in the movies, they had an artificial intelligence there? Yeah. I mean, I... Like I said, when we were talking, I only know about the video game. So I thought about everything in the context of Umbrella and Umbrella's testing, like their biological testing. Umbrella was obviously the corporation, but they had this little girl who was one of the scientist's daughters. And she was basically the face for the artificial intelligence. So when they were locked down underneath Raccoon City... Mm -hmm. 
she was talking shit to them constantly. You can't go there. <laughs> you can't do this. And this is in all the Mila Jovovich ones, then, or whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah, but she's right. in all of them except for the one that I told. So they, cause they have, oh, they have because the series, no, yeah, the movies though. But I wonder though, because there's this thing. I only watch it through the fourth episode, just because sometimes it's hard for me to, especially Focus. when they get really hacky, you know. But um, I will finish it now. I'm gonna have to finish it just because we're doing this, but. There's two sisters, and one of the sisters gets bit by a dog that they had been testing on inside of the place. Now, they keep jumping forward and backwards in time where one of the sisters the, – the, so the part that you had mentioned when we were talking about beforehand, she's talking to her friends. She goes out into the – or to her family. She goes out into the, the place where all the fucking uh, crazy zombie-looking fucking things are at. Um, With the little rabbit. Yes, with the, yes, yes. <laughs> you got a really good memory. That's fucking funny. But uh, so, the, but the point is, she survives. But they keep going back and forth, and it turns out that her sister, who had been bit by this dog, is still alive. But now I wonder whether or not the person that's alive is her, is her, or if it's not something like that artificial intelligence thing. I have to, right. go, I'll have to go back and watch it to see if that's the case. So yeah. So like I said, the little girl was fucking with them constantly. So that's. Another thing, and we kind of talked about that, and that kind of goes back to the UN definition, which is any future technology that can fuck shit up as bad as the atomic weapons used in World War II. So we're talking, yeah, you, you, you can abstract it because it has a qualitative capability. Like, right. holy shit, that just killed 247,000 people. Of course, with artificial intelligence, you wouldn't know that it fucked things up until it actually fucked things up. And now we have artificial intelligence fucking running through every network everywhere. So it's not like the UN is going to say, no, quit using artificial intelligence. But we don't even know. I mean, I, I don't want to go too deep down this rabbit hole, but AI, as we've imagined it in video games and in film and in TV, and any other platform, you know, all the different series that are created on like Hulu and Netflix and whatnot. It's clear that we we put a spin on it that's very theatrical. We we don't really understand how these these AI uh, uh, positions are being um, like AI isn't like this thing that like again like Skynet it wakes up you know like do these artificial intelligence positions like they're, they're not becoming conscious of themselves. In okay, moment. so, again, another rabbit hole, another time. Yeah. But there are essentially two different components, right? So there's two things within technology. One of them is artificial intelligence, and one of them is called machine learning. Okay? They are two separate things altogether. So artificial intelligence is designed to learn on its own after a certain amount of shit has been fed into it. And I guess you could say the same about machine learning, but machine learning, you know, where you go to a website and that fucking obnoxious chat bot thing keeps popping up. Yeah. How can we help you today? And you type in, I would like to know. And they're like, um, please respond <laughs> to one of these underlined things. I don't want one of the underlined things. I want this. 
Are you saying you want that? Th that's machine learning. So within a very specific set of parameters. Well, but machine learning can feed into artificial intelligence, but artificial intelligence doesn't necessarily go the other way. Like even when I hear this, like it seems almost like the way that you're talking about it there, though, is like the difference between, you know, australopithecine and Cro-Magnon. You know, like we we really we don't understand enough about our own fucking minds to know where these things are going to go. We're fucking around with some shit that probably isn't a good thing. I don't want to say because I mean, with artificial intelligence, probably some really good things have happened. For example, and this is sarcasm, fuck faces. <laughs> now you can say, Alexa, please add cups to my shopping list. And Alexa says, cups have been added to your shopping list. That is due in part to artificial intelligence. Shit in my fucking house. I don't have that fucking mic in my house. Is, is that we all have phones. So, I mean, whatever. Um, th but the, the thing that scares me that we got to get back over to the, to the, after this, but like, like the iRobot question, not in, not in the Asimov book, but in, in the movie, like at what point, if you have something that wakes up, like, and the thing that you brought up, it's the middle of December and it's raining for five hours in, in Colorado. If I was uh, artificial capable, intelligence yeah, and, and, and I had a way to negotiate this question, call the herd. Yes, I would find a way to negotiate that because right now we just continue to like lemmings run directly for the. So when I robot, we set several parameters and that's why artificial intelligence woke up. Right. We're not going to let we are not going to hurt another human being. We are not going to let another human being be hurt. Yeah, the rules. The three and rules. these are our three rules, right? I, mean, I read the book a long time before I watched the movie. Well, sorry, dude. No, but it's funny, though, because the movie totally disregards, because the because Asimov was looking at it from a frame where he was thinking about it linearly. And, and when, you, when you're developing intelligence, the linear goes out the fucking door. But if you don't set those three rules... As concretely as Asimov did, then maybe that doesn't happen in iRobot. I don't. I don't fucking yeah, know, I dude. That, I mean, I think that I think that we, if 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 we really believe that, we're tricking ourselves into um, imagining a world that doesn't reflect the world that we live in. Because that the whole point of waking up, you know, like that consciousness coming into, like even in, even in Age of Ultron, right? Like, is that the trans? Oh, no, it, that's the, the that's yeah, the Avengers one. The one right before Infinity yeah. Wars. So, like, when he, when James Spader, you know, when the James Spader robot, which is just fucking hilarious to think him as a fucking robot, when when he's wandering I just think around, of him as a cokehead in Less Than Zero. Yeah, th that was a great fucking film, you know. But he he had a lot of other weird ones. I mean, he was in Secretary with uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, you know, making her sit there pee on herself. She he was her boss. Whatever. So in, in in the the age of Ultron, he come, that I mean curiously that artificial intelligence comes to exactly the same uh, conclusion that the artificial intelligence comes to an iRobot. Now, what of course is interesting in Age of Ultron is that you have the, the other one that um, Tony has created, which is a, another form. 
So you have sort of like two dialectical opposites at that point in time, which is why when what's his name comes and, up, and two different rules, right? Because what whatever War Machine and fucking what's the guy's Iron name? Man? No, but what's the guy's name that develops that comes out of a um, that fucking magis with the with the mind yeah I know uh, he's the one that ends up banging Wanda or whatever yeah but he's um, he's the synthesis of those two sides yes and I mean that's what I like about at least when they discuss it they understand that you you can have this certain set of parameters going in one direction and this other set of parameters going in another direction. But there's going to be a point where they they cross pollinate and something else happens, something new develops out of it. But see, now that you said that, that brings up another interesting thing, not about artificial intelligence or machine learning or technology as a whole, but all of the Avengers movies, all of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, maybe all of the no, not all, not all of the Marvel movies, because unless you considered the Hulk himself a weapon of mass destruction, then that wouldn't be it. Um, the X-Men, no. Okay, so all of the Avengers for sure. Um, and Guardians of the Galaxy, probably. Anyway. I, Vision. Is the, yeah. yeah. I When I said my Astro, I was thinking of fucking Seinfeld, maybe. <laughs> Fuck, you got stuffy. All right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, we don't know what is going to happen because programming is either this in brackets, plus or minus this, and this is the fucking result. And then you can say and or, or just or, or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, the rules that Asimov set in place weren't too far off. Yeah. He just didn't use code yeah. to do it. The concept was the concept was right. But I mean, if you're gonna play games with these worlds, you know, where we imagine these different spaces, the big question is when it transcends. Well I don't know box that it's I haven't read I haven't read any Asimov at all, but I watched iRobot. Did Asimov write that in like fifty two? I mean, it, he, he wrote that, like, and then Foundation became the the center of everything. But, uh, I mean, iRobot is... But if he wrote it in 52, he was pretty fucking was, advanced, dude. Was, well, no, it couldn't be much earlier than that. That's got to be, that's got to be about right. Because... Uh, 1950. Yeah, I, I forgot that... Uh, there were some things that were written into it that there's no way he could have written unless it was at that time. Of course, so, that says that's from Wikipedia, so it may or may not be in, or correct. They're gen about simple things. They're generally correct. Uh, they just keep asking me for money every day lately. When I so I said them, 52. So. I, fuck it. I knew it was 50s because, I mean, computers were kind of starting to come around at that point. Um but you know what's interesting, and this, again, doesn't have shit to do with weapons of mass destruction. My mom pointed this out to me a long time ago, is that all of the shit that was sci-fi to her in the movies was actually happening now. And I think the same goes for, you know, back when we were kids. Now, all of a sudden... You know, you do have flying fucking skateboards. I was in a, a film and politics class, and I wrote this huge uh, paper on 
um, science fiction as a form of social dreaming, like the idea is, is that that's the, it, 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 we, not only do you do those things, but you, be, you begin to be conscious of it. So you start to move back and forth reflexively between the imagination that you're constructing and those, like, like a science fiction book could be perceived as a system, right? And, but that system doesn't take into that account. So I have to write about that system, so on and so forth. But whatever, of course, I mean, that's, that's, that's the point of all these spaces, which is why we're supposed to understand that like global warming is happening and that if you fuck around with all these different sort of like chemical biological and nuclear spaces that these are things that are it's snowing in denver on december 28th potentially imminent <laughs> Sorry. so um outbreak was it really uh Yes, it was. But did they did they know? Did it work? I thought it just came from a monkey, though. No, we talked about this. Remind me. Okay, so outbreak. Um, like in the sixties, um, Donald Sutherland and Morgan Freeman were both lesser than generals. I don't know if they were captains or, or what. Mm-hmm. We're in Africa, and they found this virus. I mean, they weren't looking for the virus, but they went to see what the fuck was going on because they were in Africa for whatever reason. And they kept, they kept it. That's right. They, they kept it. Escape. They came up with the antivirus and knew how to fix the entire fucking thing. Well, then that guy goes over, steals the fucking monkey. Monkey starts biting people. Everybody Patrick gets sick. Patrick is a monkey smuggler. He gets <laughs> right. bit, and then it goes on to everybody else. Um, or maybe the monkey didn't bite him, but because I think it was transmitted through the air. Yeah, it was. That was why it was so fucking scary. Yeah, because the monkey didn't even fucking, bite him. Those hazmat suits. And... So they had the antivirus the entire time, but the problem was, like, any virus is it's going to adapt mutate. and evolve yeah. or mutate. It's all the same. I mean, it's, it's growing. It's, yeah. It's not static. And so the antivirus that they originally had had to be spun out in a centrifuge and done something else because they figured out that, I can't remember. While Rene Russo lived, Kevin Spacey died. So Kevin almost died though. Right. Kevin Spacey had one and Rene Russo had the other. So the original antivirus didn't work on both of them. The future was turning back and punishing Spacey for being a philandering little boy. So he deserved to die, motherfucker. Future Kevin Spacey, you were in a lot of trouble. <laughs> we wanted to go back in time. Oh, I didn't even think about, you know what else was one? Um, and, of course, dude, um, what's the stupid movie um, by uh, one of the guys that did all those br- goofy British fucking shows? Um, it's got... Uh, the IT crowd? That British Brad? show? No, 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 not the IT crowd. Earlier, the dude, the, um, the Holy Grail and all that shit. Oh, Monty Python. Yeah, Terry... Uh, um, it's the movie with Bruce Willis and uh, um, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's the crazy guy who's a rich. They thought it was the Army of the Seven Monkeys. Oh, Seven, seven Monkeys. Seven Monkeys is what it was called. That's right. 
because they're trying to figure out who released wh where the the virus was released because they all go and they live underground but they have the ability to move through time at that point that yeah. was a, that was a good one dude that was kind of a except for that like the big question was not so much about the biological chemical chem, chemical or biological weapon that's what drove it but it was what whether or not you could get out of time loops when you're traveling through time well and they made it all fucked up and it was about what uh Master Antonio. Oh, Mary, Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. Yeah. And she Bruce Willis. I know, but yeah. they ended up making it more about their love than it was about the fucking destruction of all of humanity. Well, Harry Gilliam was always such a fucking kook, dude. Like, he tried to do a Don Quixote movie and totally shit the bed on it. Like, it got started, but it was just too much of a nightmare. Like, he always... You can tell, like he smokes a lot of pot while he's doing those movies, because he'll start here, he'll kind of end up over there. But no matter what, like I said, like he watches himself get killed when he's a kid, on the day that the virus is released. Right. I mean, it was mm -hmm. it was a fucked up movie, and I don't recommend doing it while you're on drugs unless that's the way you process shit. I used <laughs> to think I played foosball better when I was on drugs. Have you ever looked at a twenty dollar bill? Have you ever looked at a $20 bill on weed? Who said that? John Stewart. John Stewart, man. Half-baked. Way before he was fucking known, like, all over the place for uh, his wonderful show. That is you can't gone. fuck around with my stupid movie trivia, dude. Have you ever looked at a $20 bill on weed? <laughs> and Willie Nelson. What did he say? Do you know how much this cost when I was a kid? <laughs> Does he smoke that joint with Snoop? Is that? <laughs> with Snoop. At the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because actually Snoop just comes up and smokes the whole fucking thing. Yeah. And then hands it back to Chappelle. Fucking Snoop. Fucking Joneser. You better be sharing your weed next time, motherfucker. And I don't even smoke weed, but that's, that's a Jones bag thing to do, brother. I... Tangents, circle back. Um, so I said Under Siege 2 because he had that weird shit that did the tectonic plate thing and caused yeah. earthquakes. That would qualify by the UN standards. Yes. Right. So in the movie The Core, which is a fucking horrible yeah, sci-fi I, I movie. Even, I couldn't even watch it. Same basic principle applied except for the fact that they were trying to save somebody's fuck up because they had started this program where they sent something down to the core to where they could activate tectonic plates and you know demolish shit kill people um but something smart. went wrong so the magnetic field had shifted and whatever else. So they had to go to the core and fix it, even though they didn't know what was wrong because all of that was super duper fucking top secret. Your eyes only type shit. Um, but Stanley Tucci admitted on the way down that he was probably the guy that fucked things up Stanley to begin Tucci with. Was in that movie? Yeah. That was way before he had really arrived. That's for sure. Who was Dude, the female lead? Uh, Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. That's right. I remember. Like that was right after she did the uh, the trans cowboy movie. Trans cowboy. 
Yeah, she she got killed. It was kind of it was kind of like in the wake of the Matthew Shepard thing up in Wyoming. Yeah, just look it up on IMDb. You'll you'll. Yeah. I'm okay with not knowing what the fuck <laughs> it is, but um. So yeah, that that's why I said the Under Siege two and and the core were kind of related, just because it was tectonic plates, and I've heard that. Again. You know, you got to understand conspiracy theory versus actual science and whatever. But I've heard that countries have been working on shit like that for a while. Whether or not it's true, I don't have a fucking clue. Well, I mean, you look at the fucking way that the Germans are functioning during World War II, and this is a point, obviously, they make a ton of fun of in the the Harrison Ford, you know, Fucking movies, Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones movies. They're, they're all the weird fucking like fringe science shit that they're fucking around. That's a weird Spielberg thing, though, dude. He likes the fringe science stuff. You mean he? No, he I mean he. Spaces or what? No, I think he likes to thrash on Hitler because of his religion. And what other movies did he use? Just all of the Indiana Jones ones. Oh, okay. Um, but well, and if. You and I have talked about then a little bit in the Star Wars thing with the fucking stormtroopers, yeah. etc. I mean, Spielberg had a relationship with Lucas, but he does he even get credits in that stuff or no? I'm pretty sure he was heavily involved, but maybe not. I, I, I'll back off of that. All I'm saying is that it was a focus. And, was and a focus. I am not by any means standing up for Hitler when I say this, but he did some weird shit, dude. He was doing testing, I think, on a lot of those people to see what they could fucking withstand as much as anything because he thought that, like, from what I've read, that there were weird fucking brain activity that would take over after a certain sure point. That had nothing and nothing to do with the fucking daily methamphetamine fucking injections. Guy was fucking uh, he was a fucked up individual for sure, but I mean, you're treading on dangerous ground here, Kanye. From the <laughs> from the occult perspective, I think Hitler had kind of a flame for it. I mean, he wanted a, he he understood that science as a whole was something that we had not dealt with in a in a very comprehensive way. So they were poking at a lot of different things, which is why. Like they fucking made fun of him, Dr. Strange's love. We took all of those scientists and we didn't kill them. We did not put them up in front of the... No, we hired them. Yeah, we, we, we put them to work. So we should be clear of that. So other things that we haven't talked about. Post-apocalyptic stuff, right? Zombies, right? There's a huge fucking thing. Well, we kind of did. Resident Evil. Yeah, but. that's true. But we didn't go far enough down that rabbit hole. Like I am legend, right? They cure, I mean, the implication is they cure cancer at the beginning of the movie. And because Mother Nature's a bitch and she doesn't like anybody pulling the wool over her eyes, she's got to bring a balance in and she fucking basically kills the rest of humanity to let them know. If I put cancer on the earth, just fucking accept that shit. You've got a couple of people to live, but, and I don't know if that's really what the thing they were trying to say was, but. I'm good with that one because the only one I liked in that movie was the dog. But I've already said that. 
in the previous yeah. episodes. And, and he had to kill the dog, right? Because the dog got bit. No, the dog fucking got killed by one of the, I think, the big zombie. I thought that he got, I thought that he shot the dog after he got Oh, bit. maybe he did. I remember he went into the fucking dark tunnel. And then after that, the dog was gone. But maybe he did shoot it. Was the dog's name Marley? Yeah, okay. you remember that part. Well, you remembered that part last time, too. He loved his fucking Bob Marley. But it was always the shit off a of legend. You know, if you're going to get into it, take it a little deeper, motherfucker. So, do you want to just talk about zombie shit and post-apocalyptic stuff? No, I just don't think, I just didn't think that we talked about it enough. I mean, because it's all, like I brought up, that there's that weird new, uh, it came out about nine months ago called All of Us Are Dead. Because, um, like, Korea and, Korean film and, and TV shows has this whole fucking brand of zombie fucking shit that comes out. But the first person that becomes a zombie, the, sci- the science teacher uh, has a rat that fucking bites this person and he keeps them fucking chained up inside of his closet for a while. And they're like, oh, where, where did Sue Jean go? You know? And of course, like she ends up biting someone and then everybody in the fucking school is a zombie. And it's kind of hacky again, kind of funny, but, uh, it came from a scientific, you know, this 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 guy that was a genius who ended up working in a high school and ends up becoming a zombie himself, I believe. Well, so, and I'm just asking because of the mass destruction part. So is the zombie thing strictly chemical or biological? I mean... And I'm not asking for a true scientific definition, but for the definition of movies and mass destruction, like even TV shows, The Walking Dead, fucking I Am Zombie, whatever fucking infinite number of zombie shit we can come up with, because there's a fucking ton just in the past 15 years. Um. Because before, it used to be that zombies were religious-based because they were Haitian voodoo zombies. That's right. I forgot about that. Very, uh, the serpent and the rainbow, right? Yeah. <laughs> and now, not. Um, yeah, now it's all about getting a, some, either there's a, there's a, a mutation in, in humanity or something that's administered to humanity that, that creates the mutation. Well, and I don't know if that's because of fucking George Romero or not, but Night of the Living Dead kind of started that whole fucking thing. And he went even further to say, if you burn this body and somebody inhales that shit, they become a zombie. They become a zombie. Wow. There's no way out in George Romero's world, huh? I don't think so. Of course, that was just in the original, which was black and white, and then they turned it to color, and then they moved it yeah, back to black like and white. And shit, like for, for, uh, yeah, it's fucked effects. up. Yeah. But Creative, to be sure. I mean, we've we've got some fucking serious problems with society in general. But I still like, you know, in one of the movie episodes we talked about i think it was the martial arts one you ended up mentioning the last samurai that might have been the historical one um i still consider what they did with the gatling gun to all the fucking samurai right 
and that was what 400 I mean, I I know we don't have an a, an exact number, but I mean, they mowed those motherfuckers down. Yeah, and it looked awful. And somehow Tom Cruise survived, but whatever. I won't tell you how he died. I'll tell you how he lived. <laughs> so. You know what? He's that he he's he's the fucking twenty million dollar man for every fucking movie that he does. But he has some hokey ass shit. But he does some really good shit, dude. Okay, so I'm not gonna lie to you. Top Gun, I liked. That was our childhood. Risky business. I liked. Funny, yeah. The Last Samurai I liked. That was a good movie. Did you like any of the Mission Impossible movies? I will not watch them. You won't? No. Why? Because his character is supposed to be a fucking good guy. And in the first movie, he ended up being a bad guy. Kind of. I mean, they complicate the concept of a bad guy. Yeah. Fuck that. Okay. And no fuck what he did with Mission Impossible. Okay. Anyway, I know he was trying to create a franchise, and he did a hell of a job. No, you asked me that multiple times. But anything that deals with time in a more complicated way. Oblivion, Oblivion was horrible. No, it wasn't. It was okay. It wasn't great, but it was okay. There were concepts. That was the one with the New York Giants hat, right? Yes, that was. Imagines that moment, but I mean, when you're dealing with the question of consciousness and like beginnings and endings and like whether or not certain things stay or. But go, that movie is sort of along with what we're talking about, except way, way in the aftermath. Yeah, because the Tet comes and fucking destroys everything almost. Right. There's a, there's a few scattered people that live, and they're doing what it is that they're doing to steal the water, like from something like that. Now one okay, so I looked up on Internet Movie Database and they mentioned the Star Wars movies. They didn't mention the Bond movies. Mm-hmm. Um they didn't mention Under Siege One or Two. What a travesty. I know, dude. Um but one of the movies they mentioned was Ender's Game. And that one kind of fucks me up because as a weapon of mass destruction? Yeah, but because we're the ones that are that are exacting the weapon of mass destruction. Well, yeah, yeah, we absolutely are killing the fucking entire ant colony. Yeah, it's genocide. It's pure genocide. It's nothing but genocide. But maybe that's... The little doctor is what they call it. That's what they should call it, then. Genocide and not a weapon of mass destruction. If we're eliminating an entire fucking species... Well, in in the books, they very clearly... And, like, I read, I don't know, four or five deep, you know, because I... Maybe because I grew up Mormon, I know the dude was a fucking Mormon that wrote it, and I'm just curious to see where his stupid Mormon So does that goes. mean you read all the Twilight books, too? I actually have. <laughs> <laughs> that, that has nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We, we, I, I suffer from the shame to certain things. On that note, let's wrap this fucker up. <laughs> All I can say is Annie kept, she kept, she read them all, you know, and I'm like, that is such trash. Why do you read that? She's like, just fucking read the first book. And then you talk to me about it afterwards. So I was like, all right, I'll fucking read it. I read all of them twice, actually. Because of the first one, you were just that enthralled with the woman's writing? Even though she's a goofball. Yeah, she was okay. I mean, it's all trash, you know, like Orson Scott Card is, is, uh, 
I mean, I would say with Ender's Game, like there's a, there's a level of complexity to Ender's Game that I love. Like I've read Ender's Game, I don't know, probably a dozen times. But and then the second, the, the, so like the the point about genocide, he walks away from that moment. Nice rolling back with the focus, dude. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, this is a good exercise for me. And it's exercise that I need because I am way out there on that limb, way up there. And I got no fucking idea how to get back to the trunk. But in this instance, so, and they say at the end of the movie, they're like, now that I've, you know, done this thing, killing an entire species, I have the ability to create another species as well. So, because he does, he does. He has the, the, the queen. Yeah. And, and the queen can repopulate and blah, 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 blah. So he goes to a place and he does it on a place where these other things live. And it's very complicated, weird, you know, like I like almost like I don't know exactly what he's after in those moments. But um, the first book I loved a lot. The other ones were a little bit weird. See, I don't know. And again, I have a tendency to speculate. You? Yeah. But. We in the United States have a tendency to think that anyone who is doing something differently than we are doing is a threat. And so I don't think, I mean, if we didn't have the mass media that we did, if we didn't have news fucking coming through being fucking updated every fucking 60 seconds or whatever. 24-hour news cycle. Well, I mean, it's it's faster, though, than 24 hours. When I say 24 hours, though, that means that that every second counts as you're traveling through it. Then I don't think we would have a fucking issue with just going and fucking droning everyone in whatever country we decided was the point. And I, I seriously, I mean, if saying if we didn't have that, right. If we didn't have what we have now, it would be easier for us to just go kill as many people. Yeah. Because everything would be in the abstract. Right. So there's a, there's a, there's a, and then we could install a new government. Of course, with all the technology that we have now, it's fairly easy to install a new government with just, what you were talking about, the 24-hour news cycle. We're going to plan a couple of editorials here, headline here. That was where I was going to go. Tweet, 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 Facebook, Facebook, There's whatever. There's a in the system where you have technology that's capable of reaching every part of the world so you can get a certain amount of information about what's happening and the intentions that the the superpowers, the warmongers, the, the people that are really trying to, you know, the, the Wizard of Oz, essentially – because they have to keep showing you something and, and because somebody else is going to show you something too. Right, but what I was getting at is that if it is these yeah, superpowers, the it like any one of them could go wherever. And you know, Russia did a shitty job in Afghanistan. Of course, we were helping Afghanistan at the time, but you, you don't say yeah, we we fed the Mojahideen everything <laughs> and then as soon as they fucking got the Soviets to leave, we turned around and told them to fuck off. Right. You know what happens when that happens? September 11th, you stupid motherfuckers. 
we pay we pay we paid the price for our own stupidity and it wasn't just it wasn't just what we did in afghanistan and i'm not saying that this is a paid advertisement <laughs> i'm not saying that, that, that for jihadist.com right. <laughs> i'm not saying that they were right what i am saying is that you have to understand that when you make certain actions throughout the globe this, that wasn't collateral damage that was straight blowback that was cia actions doing things and us dealing with the consequences of what they were doing when all we had to do was to go in and restock their fucking goat herds to, to help them lay down a fucking couple of dig a well, dig a well. Yeah. Make it so that they, yeah. So that they have indoor, a little bit indoor plumbing here and there, you know, maybe put some fucking phosphorus or something in the soil so they could grow something. I mean, any number it, of fucking it, things are possible, but yes, you're right. If you fuck somebody. Okay. So what's the rule? Fuck me over once, shame on you. Fuck me over twice, shame, shame on, on me. me. <laughs> and we do that a lot. I think we're probably maybe on the second fist, <laughs> <laughs> depending on what country and you're I talking about. What I said, I do not believe that what happened was justified, but I think that you need to understand that there is a reflexive relationship to the things that happen in the world. There are, nothing goes without consequence. Sorry, I, I, I just when you said the jihadist thing, I think it was important that I wasn't saying. Fuck you! After I said I was banging that girl in the last episode, you called me a hillbilly, so I made a comment this There's time. There's a difference between hillbillies <laughs> and me saying being an apologist for fucking three thousand people being dead, right? I am not going to be an apologist for three thousand people being dead, Which but three? I am being an advocate. Yeah. I am going to be an advocate for the sentiment that if you're going to go out and be adventuristic in the world, that you need to make sure and, you know, scratch the back that's helping you. You know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Look, you people in Virginia and Maryland, you don't have to worry about us. We love you to death. And the people in Afghanistan and Pakistan, we also love you. And all of the Estans. Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, right. Uzbekistan. All I'm getting at is, what did Rodney King say? Can't we all just get along? And on that note. All right. We are at over an hour. Of course, we killed fucking 10 minutes of it talking about, what, not Rohypnol. Uh, uh, Ritalin. Yeah, Ritalin. I don't know why fucking Rohypnol Zoloft, dropped Axel. in my head. Oh, because I just watched the IT crowd. That's why. Um, 720334, roll. Short Bus Debate Club at yahoo.com. And 7655 is actually roll. You guys have a good night. Later.